This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes, Almunia saves, knock out, follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini! I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. John, sir, if you want to hit your microphone button. Charlie, can you hear me, sir? Can you hear me, sir? Hi, I think oh. I can. Yeah. Super. I thought I was on my own for a moment there. Yeah, I don't know what's going on because I kind of lost you. Yeah. So therefore I left and re-came back on. Then I've lost you again. I don't know whether it's, yeah, something weird's going on. Yeah, Elon needs to put 50p in the meter. Never mind, sir, never mind. So we've been having a we've been having a chat about it, looking at it. People are supportive of, uh, of Valerian. People are looking at it and, and thinking, you know, has he got enough in the hopper to work with from a recruitment position, from a recruitment point? We've been looking at what does what does young Porteous need to do to get back to his form? What do we need to do to, to work? with Maleta Rajevic, but what are your takes on, on today's fair and thoughts? Oh, God, I probably need help. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel, if I'm honest. You know, and apologies, I've missed most of what's been it's said fine. before. It doesn't so, matter. So, you tell um, us what you, what's on so, your mind, mate. Yeah, I think top line, you know, after today, you know, I'm not going to come here being all positive, but equally I'm not negative, so it's just in this blowy level in the middle. Uh-huh. Uh, I think there's enough there to, to a point with one or two additions clearly needed. I think the one or two that we knew we'd, we wanted at the start of the year, i.e. to allow Serie to drop back into replace Portis if we had to. Uh-huh. And so we're missing that defensive holding midfielder. I think Serie has been doing really well, actually, you know, and I think it's a bit of a revelation, but we need that flexibility. But yeah, I think the, the big thing for me today is I think Val's got to... I'm just, I'm, by the way, I, I don't want any changes. If anyone's been calling for that, I just think it's nonsense. No, no, no. We've got to realise where we are this season and everything. But I think he's got to work out now what he really wants to do and the system he wants to play and what he wants to rely on. And listen, I'm guilty after last week because in my head I was saying, oh, I think we should go to 5-3-2. Forgetting that I despise the system. I hate it. I've always hated it. And, you know, after about 10 minutes, I was like, I was going, oh, for fuck's sake, change it now. Change it now. Because he could have put Bayer wide and he could have put Spreer wide. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to go back to the system that we've been working with. And then, just, I think partly it's 
it, I think Bayer can shows that in certain games he can play up front. I think it's just about picking your matches a little bit at times because for changes. So there'll be yeah, you know, there'll be somewhere where we maybe want to go for five three two against probably against a Leicester or you know some of the team or an Ipswich or something. So away, but at home, I think we should have stuck with what we've been doing. We clearly saw that at the start of the second half. But again, I think there's too much knee jerking going on. You know, you know, we say, oh, Cody's playing quite well in two games and has a poor game, and then he doesn't even get on again. Yeah, Martins was doing really well, and I think I heard Rich. Which WFC2 say at the start, you know, leaving out a best player, yeah, but he has one poor half and then he doesn't start again. So mm. that's mad. He's, he's got to trust that, look, you know, players can have bad halves, can have, you know, a little bit of an off game, but let's give it two or three, three games before we go, okay, that player needs a rest. So I think he's got a lot of thinking to do. It's not ideal these next two games to be in that situation. You know, in a situation to do it, but you know, today, you know, yeah, you know, we just Kate uh, caused ourselves some problems, obviously. And this is what I mean about trying to get back into it. Got back to two two. We were dominant. It was good. I thought we were going on to win it. It was down your end. I, I really couldn't see what happened. It just looked like I don't know if you run off who or Porteous. I don't know what happened from the, their third goals, but it was just again opened up whatever. But then his reaction to that was to make wholesale changes again. And I thought, oh, well, hang on a minute. You're making a knee-jerk reaction to that goal, but actually the way we were playing up until that one era, we were dominant and they weren't in it. And we looked like we were going to go. And then I thought we struggled again to get some ribbon until the last few minutes when we in mind to hit the bar. So he's a bit guilty of just maybe overthinking at the moment because he's still got this jigsaw puzzle deck of, you know, in front of him and he's still just learning and trying to work it out and the players are learning. Um, yeah, so I don't know if any of that's coherent, Pete. Help me out. That's what I said. No, you know, yeah. I, I'm rambling away because in my head I'm not, I haven't had time to digest it and I probably need to watch it back because, you know, so do not ahead. scratch. Do not scratch your eyes does not have a motto, but if we did have one, it would be coherence is overrated. That's fine. You're, well, welcome to, to the home of incoherence. <laughs> no, I, I see what you mean. I get it. I think a lot of it was the fact that Middlesbrough was sitting back <laughs> until they... <laughs> Hello, everybody in the background. Until they were, uh, it, we, we went back to two all, and then it was right. Okay, now we'll step up a little bit, which was obvious. You're right, he does make changes, and it's important that to, to recognise that you know people have come on here and we have praised the fact that he's made mm. substitutions, trying to impact the game. Sometimes a game will go against you. That's there. In terms of Richie's comment earlier on, by the way, when he said about you know you take your best player out, it was absolutely in in kind of saying why, why would you do that? Why change the shape that necessitates you uh, uh, doing that? It's it's an odd one. As a coach, three four one two was my formation, and there's some idiosyncrasies to it that you have to really play with if you're going to play it in the typical style of Valerian Ishmael, which is high pressing. And you push your wing backs push right on. But what you need to do is you need to show inside and you need to have the forwards pressing. The thing that was absent for me in that first half was any element of pressing. And I don't think we have pressed properly, in fairness, most of the season, but we have pressed really badly since we've had Ryevich in the side because he's not come through pre-season. He's not quite doing that. And I think we all saw today a level of energy from Bio. Yes, he got the goal. Yes, he missed the one that when he went round the keeper. And I appreciate that's that's what you get and what you lose with Bio in that particular measure. But it was no surprise that Ryovic went off and Bio stayed on. 
because mm. he's, he's got that level of energy. But I think we need to get back to pressing the opposition because I don't, I don't think the championship is that good this season. No disrespect to, to Middlesbrough or any of the opponents that we've managed to capitulate to more than we've won games. I don't think they're, I don't think they're that good. I think if you press them, I think they'll fold. But we seem to have a team who seem to want to play at a lower tempo, who are loath to try to play at pace. There was one time when Backman this afternoon took the ball in the second half and went kind of, you know, he claimed it. They'd all come up high on the pitch and he's sitting there going, right, I've got the ball. Come on, let's break, let's break. And you've got all of the other players were like going, hold on, you know, slow it down. It's like, no, this is, this is now our time to play at that higher tempo. And I really think we desperately yeah. need that because that's one of the pressing and tempo are the things that are absolutely associated with Valerian Ishmael as much as being direct has been in, in the past. And I think fine that we're trying to pass it a little bit more than he's been used to, but we need that press. We definitely need to be able to press and we need to play at a quicker tempo because Middlesbrough in the items in the game when they were playing played at a tempo that we did nothing to match. Peter, and I, I totally agree with that because especially, I mean, I was screaming at them to get three, four, five years yards closer every time. And it wasn't just in pressing, it was just in like pressing, not even just push pressing in their half of the pitch, but it was when they had the ball in the wing and we were just way too far off every single player. But the uh, question about the formation and favor, where does the quality of the fullbacks see in that? Because today, uh-huh. especially in the first half, I thought both our fullbacks were shocking. I thought Lewis, Lewis was poor as well. And Gakia was really, I, I thought, embarrassing in certain plays because he's just stopped a few times, stopped running. It's almost like he, he cannot do it. He hasn't got the stamina to play it or something. Lewis improved in the second half when we changed the, changed yeah. the shape. Yeah. But I think in the first half, he absolutely struggled because they were offering nothing forward. And then, to be honest, you know, and we can talk about Portis and Hoover, whatever, all day, and Serie Alta, but I thought they just got so exposed. And then there was a problem in the central midfield because Serie Alta wasn't in there, right? And... So, and we're, ca- we're obviously carrying some passengers in the squad. So, you know, you know, I guess a few people said, but if Livermore doesn't come into that to try and bully something at some point, you know, you know, I don't think we needed to in the end. We had enough there in the end. So once we got to two two, we could have gone on and done something. But yeah, but I, I think I, it's I think, scraping points it, till Christmas. Yeah, you know, it feels like yeah, yeah. In, all, in answer to, to the question that started that, which was you know how important and what are the roles of, of the wing backs? I was surprised that he'd started playing the shape that we were that we'd gone with Ngakia rather than Andrews. They've been nick and nip and tuck, and I've got no problem taking one off and bringing the other on. I think that's been fine. But if you're playing a three five two or a three four one two or whatever you want to call it, you are going to be relying on the engine of your of your wing backs more than anything. It's it's often as not, if you play that, you kind of swap them because you're asking them to literally do hundred yard doggies the entire time. It's an exhausting proposition because you need them to get forward. You do sometimes need them to get back um, and you need them to work extremely hard. Now with, to my mind, the real difference in playing right back has been the fact that Andrews has made a, he's made those inside kind of in underlapping runs, if you will, all the time. Whereas Ngakia, to me, looks in, exhausted after 10 minutes 
he always looks like he's running very heavy in terms of how his running style. You know, uh, you know, yes, he can have bad days, but he's had other days where he's been a good right back and a good defender. I would have seen him there. The, the importance of showing inside from the wide area is the fact that you're turning around saying, I'm going to give this wide area up and, I, you know, I'm going to basically put one player in here. So you need them to push on and you need whoever is pressing the ball to show inside because when you're playing that, the three in the midfield and the three centre-backs are where you are strongest. If you let them play outside you, then you drag those players out as we had a number of times and that basically loses your strength in the middle and then you're susceptible. What you absolutely cannot have whilst playing 3-5-2 is that the first and the and the third goal, and I appreciate we changed for the third goal, but the first goal was literally played the ball through the centre. Nobody got close to it. Ball in, turn, play him through and he was in and running. And it was like, crying out loud, you have got to get tighter because you've got to be compact in those areas and we weren't. And yet, when we did get the ball, we then refused to use the width that we did have. So we kind of stifled ourselves. We didn't play that formation, for, to, to my mind, and it's just another opinion, particularly well. But as you say, it's not all over. It's a question of seeing where we go. What are your thoughts and what would you like to see at, at the Stadium of Light on Wednesday? Oh, I'm kind of hoping there's a TV blackout and nothing's being shown, if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> I'm fairly fearful. What do I want to see? I, I, I think I, I, I think I want to see what Val now sits there and go, this is a way. Weirdly, weirdly, it probably should stick with a 3-5-2 away, but I just don't know if we, we can play it. So, sorry, the 3-4-1-2, but I, I don't know if we can play it. So... I'm not sure. I think he's got to try and put his some trusted players in there, but I think he'll go back to Martins. I think he'll have Bio up for. I think he's. I think he'll stick in the formation we had in the second half. But I think he'll have Bio, Martins, and Ince playing away, and Sierra and Portia. But I think it's a troublesome last two games off the back of these two games. I think we just got to dig in. I think the effort's there, but just the intensity has to step up, and we're really going to have to dig in. On yeah, is it Tuesday or Wednesday? It's on Wednesday. It's on Wednesday, but it is a great word, you know, and that comes back down to again pressing high, pressing in a way that you know because people go, oh, I was on him. No, unless you get that player's head down, then he can pick a pass at this level. I'm sitting there saying I don't think the championship's very impressive. If you let it be impressive, it'll impress you. But if you don't press people so that their passes are reduced or you are playing them or you're making it easier for them to go into a certain area, an area you want them to go into because you have superiority of numbers in those areas, then what's the point? If you're trying to go, oh, I'm going to run 20 yards, I'm not going to run the 30 because that's quite a lot. Might as well just stay deep and, and take a low block. You've, if you're going to press... You've got to go and do it, and you've got to go and do it all together. That's what we did against QPR, and I appreciate, by the way, everybody who's thinking it, I'll say it, QPR was shit when we played them. I get that completely. But we've got to get back to playing with, use John's words to finish it off, with that intensity. John, thank you very much, sir. I've got to get across to got to get across to, uh, to Rio. Then I'm going to come to you, Danny. Hold on, mate. We had Gary on earlier on. Gary, you vanished off, but if you can uh, call me again, then great. But we're going to go to Rio, sir, and then we're going to come straight across to Danny. Then we're going to go and do our five words and our long-form reviews and see what everybody thinks. Rio, sir, hit the, uh, the mic button. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? Oh, yeah. It's one of those afternoons, isn't it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and have a look at the Ryder Cup scores just to make me feel better in a minute. But other than that, you know, what can you do? What can you do? What did you make of today and stuff? We were just, first 20 minutes, we were just so open at the back. It could, it could have been three or four. And then I felt we got into it a bit, but we, we just showed them too much respect. And 
in the midfield. Every time they got through our midfield, the gap between defence and midfield, there was a huge gap. And they, they, every, if it was a better team on the break, they could have scored a few more. No, you're absolutely right. They could have done. They could have done. They were opening us up for fun. And as I say, with all of those, with all of those, you know, three in the middle and three in the middle at the back as well, going through the centre and opening us up was just horrific. But ah, ah, never mind, never mind. What did you make of the shape? What did you think of the change of shape? And what do you want us to play up until the international break, Sunderland and Cardiff away? I thought Radjevic was quite poor, but I thought Bio on the other hand, he should have scored that chance, but I felt he was the better out of the two strikers. But the problem with having two up front is you leave Martins out, and I thought he was a bit of a bright spark when he came on, bombing down the, the left. But I don't know, I feel like Martins needs to be a guaranteed star, so that's the problem with the two up front. No, I agree with you. I agree with you entirely. Who would you start off if we go with the if we go with the four three three that we've been tried and I was going to say almost trusted, but tried and played most of the season? Would you start with Rivic or would you start with Bio on Saturday? No, I'm sorry, on Wednesday. Neither is perfect, but which one would you put in? I feel like Rivic played every game. Maybe they gave Martins a break because he's been playing every game. And Bio's had a few games rest, so I think maybe start Bio midweek. He's got a goal, so let him continue, continue his ways. But I feel like we also need to see, I don't know, Chad so you can't really judge him off like 20 minute spells. I think he needs to start. But the problem is, does he go in over Martins? No. And then if Inter starts in, the spree is probably the backup for that. And if, if he plays in midfield, we're probably even more open because physically he isn't at it. He's more like just bombing forward, trying to go past defenders. So, yeah. I think Andrews, I didn't think Ngakia was awful going forward, but I think whipping the balls into the box, which is what Ryovic needs, I think Andrews is better than Ngakia for that. Very good. Very good. Very good. What are your thoughts on, let's go back, how many games are we into it now? Nine, is it nine? Nine. Nine nine Nine. games in. So we get to 11 before, before the international break. What would you review Ishmael's first nine games as what are your general summary overview and then what would be your recommendation you're a consultant coming in a, into him looking at what he's done and then going to leave him with a list of suggestions what are your thoughts on that i think we oh yeah by the way yeah no i think first so obviously qpr very good them if we were good and then i didn't watch i think the first five or six games we saw really positive signs and then Birmingham, i felt yeah, we did dominate it possession-wise, but we didn't really have any meaningful shots until the last couple of minutes. And then West Brom, I thought we played some really good football in the first half. Leeds, we were just battered. And then today, I felt oh, there's I think there's a few positive sides this season, but we're just we're so open at the back. And also, Gino Pozzo was sitting a few seats away from me, and I was sitting next to Mogi Bayer. You, you were sitting next to Mogi Bayer? I didn't realise what he looks like, but. So someone asked me, um, um, was Mogi Bart there? And I was like, what does he look like? I don't know, didn't know what he looks like. And yeah, he was sitting a couple of seats away from me. Yeah, uh, I saw Pozzo walking out of the stadium about 20 odd minutes ago, but I thought it'd be a bit rude to ask him for a photo, even though I should have sent it to Uncle Ron to be fair. <laughs> Did, uh, you sh- it's a, such a shame you should have let Mogi Bart know that you um, play. You'd have, been, you'd have been signed up, you'd have been snapped up uh, in no time. Yeah, he was with some other guy, but 
didn't know who that was, to be fair. Yeah, so it was up in arms after that second goal and he left before full time. But to be honest, I, I think that Birmingham win must have given him, uh, must be, have given Ishmael. I don't have a problem with Ishmael, but if Potsdam was to judge him now, he'd be like, give him the next week. If we didn't beat Birmingham, he'd probably be reviewing it a bit more now. But Cardiff have just hit four, four wins in a row and Sunderland look quality. So I think we definitely need one win from the next two. If we remember rightly, last season, Sunderland were going great guns. We went up there and got up 2-0 before Blur, or was it 2-0 or, or was it 2-1? I can't remember yeah, either way. 2-0 no, two, two two nil, and then I think they scored... Yeah, Porteous made it 2-0 and then one awesome. minute later they made 2-1. Yeah, and then Patrick yeah. Roberts put the ball in from just outside yep. of the gates head or somewhere ridiculous. It yeah. Was like, oh, bastard. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. No, never mind. We need... We need to, we we need to. I think that, that the t- times of we're playing well at least. I think who cares if we play well? We just need the wins now. I think I'm, we can't be twentieth in the league and uh, think yeah the performances are fine. I don't care if we have thirty shots conceded against Sunderland. We just we need to w- win our games. We can't be. We lost three two, but yeah, we've played some decent football. We need to win now. Some resilience and some intensity. Final question, Rio, for you, sir. Since you and I last spoke, you became a bit of a viral sensation. Uh, you know, how are you dealing with fame? Have you been Have you been approached by agents, or do you just sit two seats along from them? Yeah, Luther, bless it, invited me to director's box today, which is very oh, good. Oh, look at this! Yeah, me and my dad. Uh, that was had, great. Yeah, it was great. And lots of pies. Had yeah, great food and yeah, great company. Yeah, Luther's a top man. Top stuff. That's what I like to hear. Somebody who's signed up and playing for Chelsea. We came along and we had lots of pies. That's my kind of footballer, Rio. Well done, sir. Luckily, Dad's a a bit more happier than me because he supports Arsenal and they won 4-0. So, you know, when times are tough for Watford, he's always got Arsenal by his side, at least. Whereas we're just waiting for the next game, aren't we, to see can our misery end or will it just continue? It just continues. We know that. We know that, absolutely. Oh, there he goes. There he goes. Fame. Fame and viral interest in the most fantastic shirt name and a great sense of humour to, to go with it, which was great. Hello again, it's Justin, and I'm here to share the news that Do Not Scratch Your Eyes have been shortlisted as finalists in the Football Content Awards 2023. The category we're shortlisted in is Best Podcast Football League. Voting goes live on Monday the 25th of September at midday and closes on Sunday the 8th of October at 23.59. Fan voting is done through the Football Content Awards website, Instagram and Twitter. We're asking you to give us your vote. Thank you very much. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Gary, sir, we've been trying to get you on, sir, and failing copiously as we typically do. So if you hit your mic button at the bottom and you should be able to come off mute and then we can find out what your thoughts are today. 
Yeah, first first time caller. Oh, yeah, Gary. How are you I doing, am, mate? I am, yeah, I'm the dad of Danny. Danny is waiting Sorry. to come on. Is he in the car with you? No, because obviously he goes with his wife, Becky. So oh, right. I, I, because I live in Rushton, so he lives in Northampton, I live in Rushton. Ah, brilliant. We'll bring yeah. Danny, we'll yeah. bring Danny in the end, at the end of this and we'll have a family reunion before we do this. God, <laughs> look at this. We, yeah, I'm... Bringing families together who haven't spoken to each other for at least all oh, 55 minutes, I shouldn't wonder, but there we go. Go on, Gary, what do you, yeah. what do you think you get today, mate? I just think... They're, they're, we have got no midfield. Loser does not want to be here, so why play him? I can, everybody can see that. He's just strolling around, loose passes. Just why play him? No. That's what I can't understand. Cool. No, I, I think I think the moment he went to 1930s Great Gatsby haircut, everything went a bit awry. No, I agree yeah. with you. He's kind of he's kind of strolling around waiting to play that kind of quarterback ball, you know? You know, I'll do the I'll do the split the the defense splitting pass. I'll do that like he did at the start of the first game of the season within 30 seconds. But it, what we need is the muck and bullets individuals, isn't there? Yeah, well, I just I feel because obviously we must be mad, but me and Dan are going up to Sunderland Wednesday. We must be crazy. I feel like we need to drop losers. We need to drop losers for that game. We need to drop him. And I think playing Tom and maybe Kone, if, maybe, maybe it may work. I don't know. But I think if he plays loser there, we're just going to get run over Wednesday. Speed camera is ahead. Oh, look at that, people. GPS, yeah, GPS is talking to us. Let's not get Gary in any problem in any any problems here. Let's bring on Danny at the same time. We may have an uncontrollable level of of, uh, of car noise here, but let's give it a go anyway. As you know, we're never ones, we're, ne- we're always ones to to have a bad idea and continue on it for a long time. See prediction league for details. Danny, we got your old man on the line. I know, I know. First time caller. He's the first time caller. He is. <laughs> this is. This yeah, is yeah. This is the Iron Family reunion. I'm liking course, this very much. So you're in agreement. You're dropping. You're you're dropping loser for Sunderland. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I said it. I said it to your man. I was like, you watch loser playing on that pitch. He, he, he doesn't want to be here. You know, he's strolling around. You know, players like him and loser. We know the ability he's got. He should be one midfielder dictating the play. But nothing. He doesn't do anything. Like he, I didn't even. You know, if you didn't look at the team sheet, you wouldn't have thought he was there. He was just. You know, just anonymous, like nothing, nothing went through him. You know, he's getting the ball, he's passing backwards. It's so strange to watch because you can see his attitude. He does not want to be. And you know what happened a few weeks ago where he was late training or whatever it was. That's kind of attitude where, you know, we don't need that in his club anymore. And we'd be better off just not playing him and bidding him off in January because for me, he's playing like he doesn't want to be in the football club anymore. So who are you going to put into? If we're going to go with this 4-3-3, I'll ask Danny, yeah. then we're going to go at Gary and see whether or not he, he disagrees with the, with the younger generation of Irons. Who are you going to put into midfield in place of yeah. him? So are you going to go with Sierra Alta at the base still? It, it, I think, you know, if he's definitely if he's going to go four at the back, I would keep Sierra Alta there, maybe bring Kone and Tom Deli in. But, you know, it might work, it might not, but... I think loser definitely rest him, and probably the obvious choice would be Tom Deli and Kone. I think Mart- Martis has to play. You know, I, I didn't understand. You know, when, as soon as I saw the team sheet, I saw Martis was was on the bench. I was like, he's been our best player, like by country mile all season. Why he's our best player on the bench? Made an impact when he came on, so he has to play without shadow of a doubt. But then, you know, does he come on? Does he come on? You know, plays a Rajovic, or does he you know? Does he go back to his winger? You just don't know. But for me. I would 
be looking at dropping Luzer and going to probably Kone, Tom Delhi and Shara at the base. Gary, sir, what do you reckon? What do you reckon? The young the young and there is going for a work rate midfield of Kone and and TDB in front of Sierra. Yeah, You're think, in agreement? Yeah, yeah, I think they'll probably bring that work well because Luzer is a you know, we're playing with ten we're playing with ten men. You know, because he's not from the loser last season to this season, sorry, but there's something just not right there. It's just, as he said, you know, when he got fined, obviously, for being late, I think his attitude changed since then, I think. So, yeah, I feel like for Wednesday, I feel like it's just we can't afford to have a, a player that's not playing on Wednesday because we're just going to get annihilated by Sunderland, especially at their ground on a Wednesday night. I think it'd be banging. Okay, what are you going to do then? I'm going to ask you, then I'll go back to Danny. Right side, are you going to go with Ngakia or are you going to go with Andrews on the right side? And who are you going to put up front? Are you going to go, are you going to go with Aspria as we started today or Tom Ince, who then came on? Who starts? Oh, oh. <laughs> I thought Ngakia didn't do too bad today, but he did He did get a bit tired and I was hoping he was going to take him off and put Andrews on. I don't know. I don't. I think maybe Andrews did Ngakia. He did look knackered. Cool. He looked tired because he was sort of puff, puffing a bit. I think up top you've got to you've got to stick with our new number nine. You know, I think, it, but you've got to play to his strength. He's, you know, he's no, he just looks like to me. He, he doesn't hold the ball up very well, but maybe because the ball comes in too quick, I don't know. But maybe give Healy a chance. I don't know. It's just very difficult. But it's great. Yes, I think. He needs to start, and obviously Martin's definitely on the other side, and put and keep in for substitution. But yeah, I think Andrews probably needs to start obviously Wednesday night because Nagaki looked knackered. Good stuff, Danny. Come on then. The old, the old man is going with Ryovich up front. He's going with he's st- sticking with a spree of starting rather than rotating. But he's rotating the right back because Gakia looks knackered. Are you sticking with that, or are the Iron family split on this final? I've got to disagree with that. I thought Gakia was poor today. He always is. I think his only good game recently was QPR first game. Apart from that, he's shit. Andrews, for me, has to play. I, I don't know why and they keep being rotated. Andrews, for me, has to be playing right back. Uh, yeah, I, if, again, it's a tricky one. I, I, I would be looking probably towards Bayo staying ahead of Rayovic because um, he, he did nothing that first half, did nothing. You know, the ball's getting, ball getting played into him, was bouncing off him. You know, he's meant to be this holder player. Yes, obviously, we're not helping ourselves, you know. We're not giving him any service, but when the ball does get into him, he doesn't do anything. So he's not really covering himself in any gore either. So I would be tempted to go back to a back four. You may be keep the usual back four, but I know Porteous, again, he's just lately, I don't know what's up with him. He was poor against Leeds, poor again today. It's going to get to the point, well, it's going to get to the point soon where Pollock is going to have to be given a chance because he can't keep having, you know, the same the same... You know, two centre halves, but I mean, who, who decent again today? I don't think he, he was that fault for any many of the goals. Boys, again, for it's going to get to the point now, like I said, Pollock's going to have to give him the chance soon, or you maybe drop your outs back, dropping Borges, but then who do you bring in? And again, we have no midfield. We, we're so light in midfield, and you know, you go back to the summer, our only midfield that we saw was Jay, a, a free agent, Jay Livermore, 34, 35, whatever he is. That, yeah. yeah, the improvement there wasn't good enough. So he's, we, we all, all, us fans do that, and my Midfield was going to be a weak point, and it? it's starting to prove prove the point now because I I, co- I coach twelve year old lads, you know, under twelves. I coach. I say to them every week to train little boys, win the midfield battle, you win the game, and that that's what they've been. You know, we last last week we were um, we were fortunate, we were two 0 at half time, but midfield we were aggressive, we were dominant, 
and that's what the Watford team are not. We're not aggressive. We're not dominant. That's what what the team needs to be. You need to be all those things. And the midfield, we haven't got midfield. You know, the midfield today was poor. We lost the midfield battle, and we ended up losing the match. You know, midfield position is the most important part of football, in my opinion. If you would, like I said, you win the midfield battles nine times out of ten, you win the match. The midfield was poor today. Absolutely poor. You look at Middlesbrough, and of course, we're talking about the age of, of Jake Livermore and his lack of fitness. And you then look at Johnny Housen, who's keeping Dan Barlasser, who we were casting all envious eyes at Rotherham for yeah. Dan Barlasser, who's a heck of yeah. a player. And he's being kept out by, um, oh, the lad Hackney, number seven, who was yeah. a ball of energy. Good player, by the way. Good yeah, player. absolutely. Yeah. And, and no, fair play. Well done, well done, Middlesbrough, as always. But it's, you know, it's there. Now, can, can Becky hear me? Are you there, Becky? Hello. Hello. Now, we've had... We've I've also, we also brought our nephew, Jack, along with us oh, as well. Oh, Jack, this is, a, this is an iron family reunion. Yeah. I like. In that case, I'm going to go to Jack. Jack, sir, can you hear me? I can hear you, mate. Excellent. Right. We're, we're determined here, if at all possible, to start a feud between Danny and Gary. Gary is obviously saying that Ryovic should start up front, whereas Danny is saying bio. Now, I was going to give the deciding vote to Becky, but for the point of marital harmony, I won't do that. But, sir, I'm going to, lie, I'm going to leave it to you. Do you go with Gary or Danny? Which one was right? Which one doesn't know what they're talking about? I'll be totally honest with you. I'm going to go with Danny here. Bayer was outstanding for me today. He won every single battle I saw on the pitch. And he just, to be honest with him, he looked going forward, he looked like he was going to score. Look at that, people. We've managed to cause ructions in the Iron Household. <laughs> Gary, you're being let down by the other carload. I think I know, this is, I know. This, this is the bad this is the bad end of democracy, I think. <laughs> Brilliant. Iron family, thank you so much all for joining us. Please drive safe and get home safely. A wonderful and do call in again because hey, this you know, this is as we said. Coherence is overrated. Why would we do that when we can't do that? Speaking of incoherence, let's go to a last call. It was a segue if ever I had one. If anybody heard last week, the big cheese, the blue big Lebowski, came in and he had a schedule of items that he wished to cover. Now you've been sitting there waiting comfortably. I can hear you typing. You're typing up a list of things. No, to I'm really not. <laughs> I did actually pull up. I'm not. I'm actually, I'm very confused. Uh, no more. Carry on. <laughs> go on. The thing is, if we if we hadn't shipped those two goals, yes. you know, we may be sitting here saying there's improvement. I still fail to be as negative as everyone, but I'm um, having listened to everyone. I'm now thinking maybe you know we're, we're just going to go round in circles. If we end up we sack Ishmael. No, nobody's asked for for Ishmael to be sacked. In fact, I was reprimanded quite rightly at the one moment when I kind of posed it as a pseudo question. Charlie was quite right by going, no, I don't mean to have been horrible, but no, we don't need to do that. Here's where the problems are, which was very good. Quite right of him. Quite right too. Who's in the wrong position? Should he be six? And playing the ball out from there, is that a thing? And you know, I'm at, not a tactician. When he was at Nantes, long stretch. when he was at Nantes, because I did a big thing covering him and going through all of his stuff, he played a six, he played an eight. They played him as a six for a start of one season and then he got sent off because he got himself out of position and then Nantes refused to play him there seemingly for the rest of his, his career with them because he, you know, he, he's too useful on the ball, but he's too much to risk if he kind of makes a, an impetuous decision. Now he's three years older. He shouldn't be making those kind of, you know, desperate last minute challenges kind of thing we were talking. 
talking about earlier on with Neil. So so maybe he could do. Maybe he could have converted to, if we all remember, Will Hughes playing that deep midfield alongside Etienne Capoue on occasions when we shifted to Kure further up. Maybe that would be a way to, to get that ball moving forwards, a bit more progressive passing from him maybe. Yeah, no, that's a thought. Perhaps move him rather think, than drop him. I think for me, the elephant in the room is Kayembe. For me, adds absolutely nothing. He's still in the, you know, the old last two seasons of passing to the side and backwards. He just, it feels like when he comes on, we've lost a man. And the other one that I was really disappointed in is Ngakia. I just don't see, I don't see him starting. I don't understand why, like like people have brought that just now, but it, it feels like we've got the players like some people have alluded to, that starting lineup. I saw Justin's comment about having a stronger beer than the starting lineup. <laughs> but but it, it feels like we've got the players. So so that's the disappointment. And then the other thing, the reason why I've still got a tiny bit of positivity is yeah. that this stuff takes time. You know, they they are it's all new again. And it feels like we're complaining a lot, but what how many eight, nine games, you know? Let, it, it is going to take this season for me was all about, you know, and Wendover said it a number of times, like another two windows. If we can just, you know, at least we're in games, right? And we're scoring goals. So they're two positives compared with the last two seasons. We've got rid of the Deadwood. We've got some great players. And it just feels like we need to hang in there this season, go for a mid table see what happens in January, go for next summer and then start complaining, you know, if it doesn't work after that, because I'm desperate to look the, the, the feeling of going to games right now is so different from the last two seasons. And that in itself is a difference. And I've just, I've just come to, it seems like I've come to inject more positivity Try and uh, rally the troops. Oh, I think I, that's what that's I, what we're doing. I, I think um, everybody has said there's no there's not been any toys thrown out of prams over Valerian Ishmael. Although I don't know, we may get to some when we go through the five word reviews. There's um, been and, mentions of the next international. Ah, oh, no, I, 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 I mentioned threats. I mentioned it as a concern because I'd heard from a few people when I was at the game, so I mentioned it and I was given short shrift and quite right too. I, I completely agree with that because people have been looking at it and saying about the recruitment, your point is absolutely salient in terms of saying, hold on, we were talking about two and three years. Let's see where we go. The question is, and I'm going to go to you knowing that the answer is going to be positively responded to. Do we have enough to stay up this season? Oh, well. And if we do, Sorry. where do you see us finishing this season? It's got a mid-table written all over it. And uh, I don't, the mention of League One is for me, it's, I know it looks like if you played out these games for the rest of the season, sure, we're in trouble, but come on. We're, we're nine games in. Like, let's just, let's just, as David Cameron would have said, have a chillax. We don't want to talk let's about him or of... child abandonment in any way. That's fine. By the way, Pete, as well, it does make a difference how we feel right now because that will translate onto the pitch as well. And if we're getting frustrated after nine games, when we, we are shipping goals, but we're scoring goals. So let's just hang in there. You know, they're, they're singing in the Elton John at the moment, which is, you know, that's moving things forward. Ooh. So, 
Well, yeah. You, you know, you're a drummer, you know of which you speak. That's fine. That's all good. Yeah, That's all not good. a musician. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry. The ongoing in-jokes. I do apologise. Brilliant stuff. Brilliant stuff. There, there's onward and blue upward, cheese. Pete. Onward and upward. A, a, a moment of both, both positivity and hope. Hi, this is Jay Demerit, and you're <laughs> listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Right, let's get through into these five-word reviews. Brett has already warned us there may be some negativity. Positive people, cover your ears. Carl Campion says, Cesspit FC, need Morris back. Pete Hayata, unhappy, unhippy man, says, bereft of quality once again. I fear for the manager. Another tuneless verse incoming shortly. Mark Noley said, time for the corner flag. Ooh. That's worrying. Richard Fairbanks. Hey, Richard said Swiss cheese defence and midfield. That's a very pleasing start to the proper five words. I like that very much indeed. Brian Edwards is back with a couple straight away. Watford shitter than Borough are and also impossible to watch what to enjoy watching Watford. Rich mistake riddled mess of a team. John Parslow, send me a picture of speed bumps are definitely ahead with a lot of pictures of speed bumps, obviously referencing the famous speed bump contractually removed, not because of Troy Deeney wanted it. Ben said, there's losing, and then there's loser. Tom Hagen, if Middlesbrough weren't shit, they'd have won zero six. Yeah, no, that, if they weren't shit, they had three attempts on goal. They scored the three. And, and as we said earlier on, they, they seemed to kind of just kind of go down a, gear, a couple of gears when we when they were two nil up and just thought, away, just conserve energy, and then just went up again through the gears and just scored a goal and then finished it again. Natasha right? hey, yeah, Natasha. Performance is a huge hemorrhoid in the face of our fans. Apologies for exceeding the five-word quota and to those who are suffering with hemorrhoids. I think that's very nice. I think it's important if you are going to break the rules, you do apologise to anybody else with a similar medical condition. Louis Tashira says a monthly win FC are back. Ben Pegram, hi Ben, said not enough words, utter disgrace. Carl Campion came back and said, I cannot defend that performance like Watford. She uses the brackets thing again. That's just cheating. That's what I'm saying. Dr. Dickie Sutton says, check for Tadze is the new Fabrini. That's a very good observation. Very positive first thoughts. And then, yeah, maybe so. Uncle Ron said, Backman, worst goalkeeper club history. We all know Uncle's very articulate. He's just dropping letters here and words simply to get under the five-word rule. You don't need to do that, Ron. You can just kind of ignore it like everybody else does. Natasha, 50 words for shit incoming. (laughs) Very good. Brian Edwards, can we have a midfield? Simon Parkins, set up all wrong. No CDM. Dan Harvey, was Martins late for training? Dan, that, that is superb. I like that very much. That gets one of these. That gets one of these. Dan, excellent stuff. Wonderful. Alan WFC, not the time to panic. There you go. More more sage advice. I'm sure that, that Brett will, will back that up. Brian Edwards back again. Crowd is getting smaller each week. It was. Yes, there were there were large gaps. Carbs said defence can't defend. Midfield anonymous. Louis Tashira missed opportunity or once level. Jason Rose, anyone got Dennis Bailey's number? <laughs> For anybody who doesn't remember, 1994 it would have been, we were heading to the drop in the championship and we brought in a number of of low knees. Dennis Bailey, you will probably not have heard mentioned because we didn't either sign him permanently, but he came in and scored a bundle of goals to help keep us up. Very fondly remembered. Mikey Abrahams, not many positives from today. Ryan Cripps, do I not like that? Oh, Peter Ryan, outcoached. Out the shrieking announcer. Oh, now there's a question. There is a question. Could somebody who is ever in charge of the PA, uh, when the new lady who is talking, could you turn it 
down a little bit because it feels like the speakers are in overdrive or she actually speaks like that. One of the two. Mark of Watford in England, a mess without a clue. Gareth Kingswood Hornet says five words, simply not enough. Gareth, I stand corrected. I do apologise. The long form, which we'll get to in a minute, which you may well have, have done, allows you to really go and vent your spleen if you want to. Lee Anselmo says relegation dogfighting coming. Harry, fullbacks and Ryovich, shit again in brackets. You see, people are all getting around this thing with the brackets thing. I've noticed this. Fullbacks, no effort to help centre-backs on borough breaks. Lazy, bio-superb performance, decent movement and strength. I'm fairly sure. I'm fairly sure, Harry, you're just, you're in the Danny Iron camp. You're just trying to further split the Iron family feud down the uh, down the centre forward. There isn't really a family feud, but we're going to see if we can start one over a number of weeks. Andrew Argent, what's happened to the defending cult champion? Val's contract extension on hold? <laughs> That's a good one. Dan Ford appears. I'm still numb. Yay. Silgerman, hey, says slow, lazy, overrated loser. Willie Eckers like Hello Ken says looks like a relegation battle. Hampshire Hornet, Adam, says foundations subsiding on supposed rebuild. Yes, I've seen a number of points made about the rebuild and about the fact that it certainly doesn't seem to be happening in last window. Not that it did, but yeah. Absolutely. Tom Hagen, Bayo, easily our best player. And then he's put in a laughing emoji. Tom, I'm not sure. I, I get the feeling there may be a certain hint of sarcasm. Roy Cripps, League One, it's been a while. Casper Campion says, Hoot was our best player. Sticky Sutton just makes basically five vomit emojis, which is like, I don't know, it looks like the 12 days of Christmas gone very badly wrong. Casper Campion again, Backman is over, is overhated. I nearly read that as overrated. My God. Dame Croxley Green, we actually might get relegated. Paul McCarthy says, dreadful squad in dreadful league. Yes, it's been a bad league, hasn't it? I, I don't think, I, I think the quality of the, a lot of people were saying it's the best championship in years and blah, blah, blah. I think there's a lot of teams who are basically do, doing the budget thing. Pure as, pure and simple. We know that Middlesbrough hadn't spent, you know, lots of money at all. Uh, others haven't, but it's, yeah. They've certainly not bought in as much money as we have and not done so. It's time to go, says, looking forward to Wickham away. You can see the trend here. Rob C, index cheeses, shambo- excuse me, shambolic on transition, worrying defensively. I, Brett, I can understand why you thought this was all going to get negative. That's fair enough. But hey, these are people's opinions. So damn it, they get read out here. Cranky from Littleport says, fuck me, we are poor. Cranky, thank you for the offer. I shan't, but I agree with the last part of that sentence. Simon Watford FC says, unfortunately, we're not good enough. Max B92 says, better team one, get over it. No, I agree, absolutely. But of course, you know, but we're going to come on here and chat about what we think you know, went wrong, what we think should be corrected, maybe. Hey, it's just a way of having a chat about it afterwards. Neil Dean said, you asked what we need to do with Porteous, send him back to Scotland. I get the feeling Neil might be, but is there any Hibs element there or do you just wish to ban him to, to Scotland? I'm not sure. Hornet 49, by the way, said, utter shite. Delightful. Dico said, Backman needs to go. Everyone needs to take shots. Pozzo needs to spend money. Play every part of pitch. Speed up on attack. Set pieces. Finishing touches. Believe in yourself and team. I think that's pretty good. I think that definitely deserves one of those. You see, you may not adhere to the five-word rule, but, you know, let's face it, who does? Softail says, the situation normal, all screwed up. Ben Coleman, local away day at Cambridge. There's a lot of forecasts about where people want to go on away days when we get to League One. Uh, Derek Armson, Pozzo out. Dunny says, no Parlacci Gino. No, we've done that. We tried, but, you know, what can you do? Angela Snelling says, dire rubbish, no passion, awful. And that's, 
is that your review of this show? You're probably right. Dylan Shah can't stop leaking goals. Nick's book says, will uh, Val will be out. No way Pozzo will accept us in 20th. William Wonga says, has to go. His team, his selection. He is happy with the squad. Pozzo with him. Oh, okay. Neil Dean also then says, the only thing worse than that performance was Tommy Mooney's commentary and comments. Now, I won't be having all of this negative down talk about Tommy Mooney because the other week I, I heard... Uh, somebody commentating and it was you know, co-commentating and it, it was really awful. But uh, yeah, in fairness, I don't normally kind of listen to it, so I can't really comment. TJ says, what is the point anymore? <laughs> That's very existential. I like that very much. Gary Boyle says, Val should never have been appointed. Now, Gary has been consistent in his dislike of the appointment and, you know, well, there you go. He's he's not for changing. Jonathan Hale says, midfield, unbelievably lazy. Neil Dean, you only need one shit. I think, do you mean shot? I'm not sure. Who knows? Marco Eusebio says that was fucking shit. We've come to the sweary end of the of the thing, by the, by the way, everybody. Jesse Hornet, what the fuck? He's, he's actually used WTF, so he's complying with five words. I like that. What the fuck was that? Utter disgrace. Excellent use of five words. Vince Smith says, haven't got a fucking clue. Matthew Burns, finally accepted. We are shit. Patrick Hanaya, Pat, says Jamal Lewis is absolute garbage. Tone. Club shite, top to bottom. Daniel Foster, relegation to League One incoming. Skylar Rose, A.S. Skylar, says, piss poor relegation looms. F off, Gino. Hold on, one, two, three, four, five. I don't know if we can use that. But anyway, who cares? Well done. F off, Gino, says. And we'll finish with Neil Dean, who's had some a series of excellent five-word reviews already, who says, once again, fucking clueless defending. I like that. I like that very much indeed. Let's get to the long forms. Let's see what everybody's thinking. Stephen Atkinson said, there isn't a player in our present squad fit to polish Nigel Callahan's boots. If you didn't see the the note on Facebook, Nigel Callahan, uh, I think probably without doubt, the greatest right winger we've ever had, I would suggest. And you would say winger, but people will argue about John Barnes on the left, but definitely the various right winger and probably undoubtedly the greatest crosser of a ball. He basically, his mum is suffering from dementia. He's having a very hard time of it. He does uh, a lot of stuff putting, basically he's a, he's a DJ. He was always a DJ, even in his playing days. Uh, and that was the second part of his life, his second career, so to speak. And he's, so there are a lot of people who listen to him play live on Facebook and, and the like. So he's having a hard time of it. So our love and thoughts out to him. Cole Campion says, I don't think these points have been expressed so far. One, how did Justin sound clearer on a beach than after a game in Hertfordshire? This is true. Two, I, I, I also would ask how he sounded more coherent on an afternoon on the beers than he did after going to Vicarage Road. I think that just simply proves that it does us no good health-wise. Like Watford, is the M1 is getting worse? Yes, that's true. Uh, three, half-time penalty shootout. How on earth can a team get to a semi-final after just one win? I agree with that. I agree with that. I, but I just, I still love the penalty shootout. I think it should. We should have more games. Yeah, there's 19 home games in the Premier League. We've got 23 now. 23. We could get more teams down there to to play on the grass in front of everybody. Louis Tishira says gave Barrett a two goal head start, but even still, once we fought our way back into the game, we should have gotten on to win with that one. We left far too much space in the midfield, which they easily walked through. Onto a tricky week. But it feels like Groundhog Day. Stephen's back again, said, nothing today to change my mind. <laughs> That's fair enough. He also says, Hodgson won at Old Trafford. Make of that what you will. Yes, Crystal Palace got a win. And I think, I'm fairly sure, I haven't looked at the, the scores yet, to Man City lost, I believe, as well. Mark of Watford in England, hey, Mark, says, the crazy thing today was that in the second half, we had clearly been told to put more crosses in, but Ishmael had taken Ryovic off. What was all that about? Completely daft. Yes, I was talking to somebody who went, who in the second half went, 
And now we cross it. Exactly your point. Stephen Atkins, Stephen Atkinson is taking over all of the long form. Well done, Stephen. This is an excellent takeover attempt. Imagine the score if Borough were very good. Carl Campion again. Oh, he said 0.4. I miss Emma Saunders. Yes, I think we know that. I think we know our thoughts on the new voice. Just up the bass, down the treble. Bring the level down a bit. That's all I'm saying, PA. Gary says, it's okay, Wendover. Plenty of money in the bank for your mate, Dunksbury to spunk. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I don't know what Dunksbury's going to do with that money. I hope he can buy a few in January. Gary then, a different Gary, comes back and says, Hornet Boy 84, which is which is John Parslow. If you want a TV blackout, pay five live. <laughs> Oh, that's good. That's very good. Daniel Lawrence. Oh, no, tell a lie. Daniel will come to you next. Tony. Tony, I have to apologise. I nearly missed you there. Seriously, what is Potso waiting for? Sell the damn club. He's got rid of the crown jewels. There's nothing left to sell, so there's no reason to stay. My question is going to be about the debt that's owed him against the value of the club, and that's a a real concern, genuinely. He said at the Q&A, that note, he you know, he confirmed what Scott Duxbury had said at the start of last season that he won't be pulling the loans in. <sighs> Lots of people have said well, that's great, but what happens if your circumstances change? You know, it would be nice. And if you don't want to do something with it, would moving it on make sense? As you did with Granada in the end. Who knows? Daniel Lawrence, who'd have thought that absolutely no defensive midfielders in the squad would mean we were wide open time and time again on any counterattack. Well played, well done, sir. Well done. Like that. That's a nice one. Oh, Alex King. Oh, there's not enough applause for this one. He's put Kike Sanchez Flores. Welcome back soon. Soon. Very good. Mal. Hey, Mal said speed cameras ahead. Not for our slow team. Uh, he also said thank, says thank you to Neil Silverstein. Here we are. We're conducting family conversations between the Iron family. And now we're just basically passing on messages between Pete and Neil. Don't worry. It's a service. We love to Oh, Charlie came back. He said, sorry, requested by mistake. That's all right. I think Elon was having a funny time at that point, Charlie. So no, no problems, mate. Love the points earlier on. Slatan says, stop talking about mid-table. We are going to be lucky not to avoid relegation. We are that bad. I see no evidence that we can be mid-table and lots of evidence we could get relegated. There you go. That was, I think, talking to Brett. In fairness, I was pushing him for that one. I do apologise, Slatan. But yeah, I think we'll see where we are in the international break and see what happens and see how things are reacted to. Mauled by the borough, says Finn, and he puts in Teesside Life. This is a, a quote from Jamal Lewis. Once you find that form, you need to capitalise on it. They have to come to Vicarage Road and they're not going to get a run of form or any momentum when they come up against us. Mm. Yeah, that hasn't aged well. Patches O'Hulahan says, I want to hear Boyd. <laughs> Boyd is always welcome here, but Boyd wasn't here with us with us today. But but no problem. I'm sure he'll be back on at some point. JJ said sixty twenty six. Hi, there are people having conversations. Is, is that what we are now? Are we just a portal for this? Zizo said this club always lets us down. Damn right. Dan Gary's my dad. Ha! Oh, we know that. We've we've done everything we can to to upset that apple cart. And then Daniel Foster finishes off with a couple of things. Stop mincing about. Get Uncle Ron on. We did, and then he disappeared. He was he was there. I was going to be going to him, and then he kind of disappeared. Some people, some you know, they've only got so much time to wait. Daniel Foster always also finishes with face facts. We're going down. That's his thoughts on things. There. That's his things. Oh, and everybody. 
you can tell that Luton have finally got a win because We Are Luton Town has joined us for the listening pleasure because he's been avoiding it since the start of the season. There you go. There you go. Think some things never bloody change, do they? Never mind. Never mind. Anyway, it's been... Yes, I thought... Yes, I'm getting a few laughs from him. There you go. Hope you're well, mate. So there we go. We go to Sunderland on Wednesday night. The preview show for that comes out, I think, tomorrow night. We, we did a, a double header because the... Before we face them on Wednesday, there is also the issue of the women's team heading up to Sunderland and playing them tomorrow afternoon. We are hoping to be able to get a a YouTube link to to share out to everybody. So if you're around at two o'clock and you want to have something on whilst you're also watching the, the Ryder Cup as we take America to pieces, let's hope then hopefully you can also cast an eye on that as well. But we did a, a double sort of headed preview. We've already put the women's preview out. That's already out there. And the, uh, the men's one comes out on, I think, as I say, Sunday night. But thank you very much for listening. Yes, it was a difficult day. Middlesbrough played at a tempo that we have to replicate. Whatever formation we choose, whatever personnel we put out there, they have to match the tempo of the opposition. You can't constantly slow the game down and think that you're controlling it because you're slowing it down. Because at times when you are behind or you've managed to pull yourself level, if you keep slowing the game down and the opposition keep playing at that tempo, they will outrun you. They will outwork you. They will outspeed you. It's been a frustrating day because they had three shots on goal and scored three goals. And thus the comment, I think, probably from Ron earlier on. In terms of that, I thought other elements to his game didn't look too bad and looked frustrated for him for the lack of people looking to give him distribution options when he'd actually claimed the ball, which is something we know at the start of the season. He wasn't doing that well. Credit where credit's due. He's doing that. Get back to being the shot stopper that we need, Dan. That would be nice. That would be nice indeed. So there we go. Anyway, thank you all so much for joining. Thank you all so much for listening, lurking, and you know, kind of doing what else, doing what else you do. Uh, we hope that you enjoy the content that we're putting out. The final thing, just to mention, yes, we are up for the FCA, the Football Content Awards. We got into the final ten or whatever it was, and therefore the. The draw is going on. We'll be putting up details of how to vote if you haven't voted. You can vote on the website. You can vote on Instagram, although I have no idea how you do it with such a thing because I don't do anything on Instagram. And you can also vote on Twitter. And you can vote three times up to three times on that, which is quite nice. So we will put such stuff out. So if you could support us, that would be we'd be ever so grateful. Thank you very much indeed for supporting it just by listening in the first instance or by contributing. It's only here to come and discuss whatever happens after the games be it positive be it negative be it split between what people you know come on and talk about or whatever the five word reviews are the point is just to try and share this is what everybody's thinking this is what everybody's feeling you don't have to get worried about it you don't have to get heads up about it but it's kind of interesting because it's all of our clubs really that's the most important thing anyway guys have a great night and most importantly let's go and win the Ryder Cup It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.